All right. Welcome. It's us. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. The hackiest thing you could say in 2023. No. You swear? It's not that bad. Welcome back to my pleasure. Today's guest is barely a guest because she's more of like an owner of my life. Mm, like an old blanket. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. the best thing. Comfortable. There's <laughs> a smell. It's definitely yeah, a smell. It's, but so soft. It's very soft. Fits, we fit right into it. Stained. You better believe it. <laughs> Welcome to my pleasure. Our guest today is Caroline Goldfarb. Esther. Cute mama. Baby. If you don't know her, you're crazy. She co-hosted Glowing Up, a podcast with me about beauty and child rape. <laughs> Let's just get canceled right out the gate. Why we the first into a lot of different topics on that podcast. So you and I, how long did we host that show? I, this I was trying to figure out today. Um, there's sadly no way to truly figure it out. I just, we don't have the technology. Uh-huh. I think we hosted on and off for probably around three years. That's going to be my guess. Oh, I was going to say five years. You could be right. So I, I was, I historically want to make it so that we're closer than we really are. But we've spent thousands of hours together. Thousands. It's funny because we were writing on a show together, alone together. And so humble. Your show, Esther gave me my first TV writing job. That is absurd to think because you are bas- you're so in demand. Like I Dave was just like, "Oh, is Caroline av-? I was like, "She's not available, stupid." Sorry. He was looking at you. I said, "Can't have her." Look, Esther, you gave me my big break. Yes. You're like my <laughs> Clive Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought of you as a Gay, bald, Jewish man. Thank you. That is how I... Who knows a voice when he hears it. (laughs) But anyway, so we we wrote on the show together. Mm -hmm. We hosted a podcast together. Mm -hmm. You've spent the night in my childhood home. People are surprised when I tell them that. That's a tier of friendship that not a lot of people know we have. I've been to Ground Zero. What what are Hashtag never forget. (laughs) Skokie, Illinois. I've done ride-alongs with you and your dad. Did you drive past my ex-boyfriend's house, or did you not have to do... I think we didn't have time to squeeze one of those in. I don't think that we did, no. I think I have a new rule where it's like, if you... Ha- new rule, like Bill Maher. If you haven't <laughs> been... What's the deal with the Republicans? <laughs> new rule! I don't actually know what they are. <laughs> that was pretty good. If you haven't spent the night in my childhood home, you don't really know me. You, however, mm-hmm. fortunately have done it. You did only spend one night, and that's hard. I wish you would have stayed a week. Just scratch the surface. <laughs> yeah. That night was special. We did a live show at a Sephora on Michigan Avenue. My mom and I, we all Ubered back with my mom, and you and I stayed up all night starting businesses. We came up with many different business ideas, and one of them was basically a ripoff of Dry Bar, but we're like, it's going to be different. (laughs) We're also going to do makeup at it. We got, I get very entrepreneurial at sleepovers. Do you, would you say the same? You and I both get, we both share uh, we, th- we both get really high from coming up with new business ideas. Mm-hmm. We get really entrepreneurially like cracked out <laughs> and we feed off of each other's manic, completely unrealistic energy. <laughs> and it just builds and builds until it's three in the morning. You're in twin beds in Skokie, Illinois. <laughs> and you're like, it'll be like, they'll do your hair and they'll also do your makeup and it'll be like really quick. And you're but you're not allowed in the kitchen after nine o'clock. And remember when oh. you came home after the show and you wanted a snack and my mom almost like melted? It's one of those households where the kitchen is closed. Yeah. And that's, I don't love that. It's a little like anorexic-y to me. Of yeah. Of course, like I wish I were like, like, I wish I had that willpower. No, I don't think that's a good thing. I think it's more, I think kitchen is closed. Mentality is not necessarily anorexic eating disorder. I think it's more kids who are messy and mom's not doing any more cleanup. That's the vibe. I Oh, I totally disagree. I totally think Whoa! it's about eating. You're not allowed to eat late at night. I think that we're both, it, it's not mutually exclusive. I think we're both. There's shades of truth of what both of us are saying. Okay. But, I mean, your mom weighs 80 pounds soaking wet. (laughs) She has very real issues around food. Like, yeah, not being allowed to eat after a certain time. You know, since you and I have come off of, since we've been off the air, a popular term that's been in the culture is almond mom. I never heard this. Really? I feel... Old and dumb. Tell me what. Well, is you're it? about eight years younger than me, so you're fine. <laughs> oh, no. 
almond moms are exactly what you'd think. It's like skinny moms who are like, just have five almonds and you'll be fine. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I think I have heard about this. Did you have an almond mom? Not at all. (laughs) At all. I mean, it was just, I grew up with a totally unique relationship with food because my mom is so Persian and cooks constantly. Yes. And it wasn't about health food. It wasn't about dieting. It was about eating really good meals. But I mean, I have weird boundary issues with food like my mom fed me with her hands I think a little later than is normal now I'm very I'm like I'm so jealous that I'm frozen in my body I can see like I can't wait are you your mom hand fed you (laughs) wait and I'm the problematic one she would make fish a lot okay Hence why I love fish and tin fish. Like I grew up eating so much. I've seen fish. you suck down fish eyes at a Vegas lunch special. That's nothing. That's <laughs> nothing to me, babe. You don't even know the half of it. She sometimes when you make fish, it has a lot of bones in it, and little kids don't know how to pick out the bones. So she would scoop up some fish and rice, pull out the bones for me, and feed it to me by hand. And that went on. Give I, me an age. <laughs> I have memories of it pretty late. Like I want to say. I push it on seven or eight. I was getting hand fed a little bit. No, I was bathed in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) By which parent? (laughs) Mom. I was sitting in the bath shouting, ready for my hair washing in middle school. Oh, my God. What? What documentary or movie did I see about this recently where, like, a girl was bathed? It was something really horrifying and disturbing. Where a girl was bathed for too long. Oh, my God. This is going to drive me crazy. I will think about it. Is it... My stand-up special, like... Oh, oh yeah, oh. this girl, Esther. <laughs> no, 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 it was something... Oh, sorry, Jeanette McCurdy's book. When her oh. mom b- is bathing her until an age that it was completely inappropriate and commenting on her body. You know, I have to say, I've, I've done a really foolish thing with that book. I've been saving it because mm. I'm so excited to read it because I've heard her writing is so good. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to read it tonight. Her I, writing's good, sure, but it's like sexual, emotional, psychotic child abuse mixed with child acting and Disney stardom. Like, it's everything you want in a book and more. Wow. It's delicious. It's juicy. It's, you can't get enough. And what have you been saving it for? It's been out for like eight months. I I, I don't know. Like, I, this is a hoarder's mentality. Uh, it's the thing yeah. where you get the brand new bottle of lotion and it's an expensive one and you're like, I have to save it for special occasions or like... I'm so like that. I get thank this. Thank you. Do you save the good Skittles for last? Uh, wow. You hit me like with a tough one right and out. purple Skittles. Like, are you eating those first? Because you're like, I only live once. Like, I better eat these first. The fact that you eat sing- Skittles as singles units <laughs> is like... I, who are who are you kidding? Okay, it's handful. I don't know what a. F- I, they taste better when you have all, taste the rainbow all at once. You're popping it back. Yeah, that's the best. You can't have a skittle one at a time. Okay, okay. You've you got me with the pants down. <laughs> you've got me right where you want me. <laughs> you back me into a corner, and I have no choice but to say, "I'll see you later." <laughs> um, yeah, hoarder mentality. I get that. You're saving it. You're savoring it. And then, what if there is no tomorrow? I'm that's, gonna be with that. That's the problem. No, that's why I'm trying to get rid of that. Use it. Like I recently posted this on TikTok. Like if you get something really nice, like a really expensive new shirt, do you save it in your closet or do you wear it t- to okay. death? What? When I whenever I get a new item of clothing, tell me if you're like this. It gets worn the next day. Yes. Impossible it, to resist. And I will even one up you. I will. I wear it every day yes. for months and months until it's time. And then, so I think I wear clothes like, I don't know what, like a car. You yeah. drive it. It's your. That's your outfit. And then until it's like you're sick of it. Absolutely. It's it's the opposite of fast fashion. It's like retardedly slow fashion. Are we? What What does this say about our mental health? Is it what What diagnosis is this? Is it an attachment issue? Is it? That's uh, really love language. Interesting. I'm not quite sure. I think we're chasing cheap highs. Mm. We're needing that dopamine burst. And right, like you get the dopamine from the first wear, and then you just want to repeat that hit. And even though you get less and less, you just keep grinding it down. There's something childlike, too, about it. It's like, why would I go to my closet where I have thousands of items and put together an outfit? No, it's like the thing, the shiny thing in front of me, like that's what's going on in my body right now. Yes. Okay. Question. I have recently discovered, so I think, and I'm not sure, 
I was sure a week ago, and now I'm not sure. But I think there's a good chance that I was emotionally neglected as a child. Hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that. But I also think that basically, like, everyone our age and older was also emotionally neglected as a child. It's very... Mm. It's I, My theory is that it's, like, way more common than we think. And, like... Just because there's a roof over your head and your mom fed you and, like, made you great food and, like, took me to dance class and all these things, it doesn't mean that, like, you were um, your emotional needs were met. Do you feel like your emotional needs were met? Or? I know they were not met because oh, great. I'm great. an avoidant attachment style. Oh, yeah. And that's pretty closely related to my emotional well-being not being met from ages of zero, from ages like zero to seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have any memories of, yes, like you're saying, my practical needs were met, but I don't have a lot of memories of my parents saying, honestly, I love you a lot or giving me a lot of physical affection or like, you know, my parents went through a horrible divorce and I would be the dumping ground for them to like complain about the other parent, but they weren't like, Caroline, how are you doing with the divorce? It must oh, be hard for you. Wow. Yeah, I was doing a little bit of emotional parenting for them, I'd even say. Oh, wow. So now, fast forward, I'm 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my name is Bella Hadid. <laughs> and my name is Bella Hadid Goldfarb. <laughs> and, you know, I am uncomfortable expressing emotion and asking people for help and, Mm. you know, letting my walls down. And even when other people express emotion, which is normal, to me it comes off as, like, neediness. And it repulses me. Wow. So anyway, I mean, avoidant attachment style. And I'm anxious attached. Now, do you... Wow. So one one clue I have to like f- putting these puzzle pieces together for myself is that when I feel an emotional connection with someone, I'm it's like I that's it. Like I don't need anything else and I nothing else matters. Do you have that? I don't it seems like you maybe don't. You know, I find it really that's interesting. I don't know. I think I love having an emotional attachment with someone. I'm not like a sociopath who like, you know, doesn't enjoy that. But it's not, I don't, I don't fear abandonment, I think, in the way that you might. Damn. I don't, I don't fear abandonment. Like, losing that emotional connection. Like, to me, I have a lot of friendships where we can have a really strong emotional connection, but, like, I don't need it constantly at at 100 all the time. I'm like, we could pick up a week later, a month later, and it's still going to be there just as strong as ever. I do relate to that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't know anything of what I'm talking about. We are not qualified to discuss any of this. But you know what? The fact that we're trying is should be illegal. It really should. But it also should be rewarded. It really should. With yes and yes. (gasps) Yes and yes. Now, Caroline, it would be actually a, a crime if I had you here and didn't ask what's going on health, wellness, beauty, food, mm. diet, sodas, regular sugar so sodas. What like so many updates for you. Any food like what I'll what take are you, you through it? Yeah, what's this your three hour podcast? This is this can be as long as you want, even though I do have to go leave for the airport in about forty minutes. Perfect. You stay here. Let me race through it. Let me start with the major headline. Okay. I've become a morning matcha girl. Oh uh, what? I love my morning matcha. And it started, I've always loved matcha. So this is, I never had to force it. True. I can confirm. I'm a witness. You have always, you were at the forefront of the matcha trend. Like you almost. always loved it. You were an early voice, early adopter in matcha. Thank you so much. And I have, in the midst of recent health struggles, which I will get into in great detail. (laughs) Don't worry, we won't be skirting the issue. (laughs) Found in the, again, like the nutritionist TikTok accounts I follow where I get all of my scientific information about Mm -hmm. diet, wealth. That's where I get my medical advice. All of my medical advice. That matcha, a morning cup of matcha can do wonders for reducing inflammation. It's amazing, a little bit better for your hormone balance, which is something I think I struggle with. I will allow you to carry on. I just need to interject that I feel so left out of the matcha conversation because some people don't like the taste. I actually don't mind the taste. It just makes my stomach hurt. It like makes me kind of nauseous. Some of 
Well, okay. Is that like a store-bought matcha or when you get it at like Alfred or something? Or is this homemade matcha makes you sick too? I don't remember. So maybe I should I just shut up and try it again. I think you should shut up and try it again. I think that when it's really caffeinated and someone uses a lot of matcha powder, I mean, that will trigger, that can even trigger a stomach ache in me because it's just, it's really strong. Even in you? Maybe. <laughs> coffee, look, I, I dabble in coffee. Sometimes on the weekend, I'll have a coffee as a treat. But it doesn't, set me up for success in the same way matcha does. Matcha is more, I, I don't get the jitters. It's just a more, a smoother, more consistent caffeine high in the morning. And I just love making my matcha at home with my matcha from Goldie. Love that company. Okay. And I'm using my almond cow to make a nut milk. Blend. Yep, still doing my oat almond blend. Okay. And For people who don't know, Almond Cow is like this device that helps you make your own nut milks at home. We both invested in one like a few years ago. I get a lot of use out of it still. Okay. I use mine. I use it very rarely, but I do use it. It's like a once a year kind of treat for you. For me, yes. And sadly. you know that machine is taking up a lot of space in a counter somewhere. Yeah. It's like big. <gasps> yeah. Where are you at? Um, I know I'm sure the audience knows, but just quickly, where are you at on coffee? Like, what's your morning coffee looking like these days? So I've, like, finally become a person who's really committed to making coffee at home. Like, I actually finally am more fulfilled by making it at home because I think just when I travel and I have to have it out, like, that's that's a special treat. But I love waking up and just that ownership of knowing like I'm in control you know the years of just like stressing about what the barista is up to what you know I mean that makes me sound crazy but I am crazy I know you've been stressing for years about what the barista is up to (laughs) we all know that's part of your struggle what's that look he gave me does he like me are we about to have sex like I just there's no order for the coffee I Mm. and matcha I like it's like mostly water and coffee or water and water and matcha and a little bit of milk mm-hmm. like not just a splash like a little more than a splash you can just have total control at home yes I think I've really leaned into having the full control so I do <coughs> pardon me <coughs> oh oh my god excuse me um <laughs> I should go I should go to bed um I am making my own lattes at home. I'll do cashew milk. I'll do almond milk. I like the brand Elmhurst. Sometimes I make them hot because I have a milk frother filmer thing and that just makes it so foamy and fun. Mm -hmm. I'll do like, um, so I'm just, I'm making my coffee at home and it's, I have to say I've really become, it's an emotional moment for me, my morning coffee. Like I really finally, instead of being like, ugh, grab my coffee and then I take my coffee and I go and I do this and like I don't even really walk with my coffee anymore like that's kind of off the table lately Mm -hmm. it's more like you get your coffee and you sit down baby girl and Mm. you journal and you look Mm. out the window and like you just this is your time you know it's a slower sort of personal moment yes now that said like of course there's going to be days where that's just not even an option and it's like I'm swinging it down in the car but like I have to say that's a big change for me is really the entitlement I feel to having a Mm. moment with my coffee and it not Mm. being like an on the go Mm -mm. thing you know when it is an option you're going to take that option yes and you're going to take it slow yes I also have been trying to challenge myself to not wake up and just immediately make the coffee. Oh, are we? Is this an, a Huberman like lab? In, in it's not a Huberman lab thing. I mean, maybe it. Influence? I'm sure he talks about that, and that makes me happy to hear that he does, because this does go back again to my TikTok nutritionist, medical advice girlies, who are like, it's disastrous for your hormone levels to start the day with a giant cup of caffeine. Like, it's so much better to have something in your stomach, and that prevents a cortisol spike. Which, as we know, and as a certified doctor, I can tell you for sure <laughs> that a cortisol spike, you know, it can give you more belly fat and whatever hormones be whack. Okay, just to interject, so Andrew Huberman is a scientist. He hosts this podcast. Love him. Nothing but respect. The podcast is very sciencey, so it's like yeah, he's the real deal. It, yeah, it, it can be a little hard to follow. However, there's like a few of his pillars that I've been able to grasp and hold on to. One of them is delay caffeine after you wake up 
at least 60, ideally 90 minutes after you wake up. And this has changed my life because when I first started being, when I first became a coffee drinker, you know me, my addict mentality. It was like the moment my eyes are open, where's my coffee? Like don't, no, like not even don't talk to me until I have my cat. Yeah. Just, it's like even more violent than that. Like I won't even have a thought in my head. I would tell my boyfriend, don't literally don't initiate a conversation with me until I've already had my coffee. We're, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, like I wouldn't think there would be no thought given to That's what my right. day would be like. So now when I wake up, if I can, like I try to have a little bit of a slower moment where, you know, yes, it's not exactly the healthy way of going about it, but like I'll lay in bed, I get on my iPad, I get on my phone, I do like my stuff. Like a sick cat would. Yes, like a slow, sick cat. Yes. Slow. So I try to wait up to 90 minutes. And the reason for this is because like it delays a crash. So apparently like your body is naturally waking you up in the first 90 minutes of the morning mm. and you don't want to mess with whatever your body naturally does. But that's all clear out of your system by 90 minutes. You have your coffee then. But now you have bonus wake-up energy instead yes. of, like, robbing yourself of the natural wake-up energy, which has a scientific name that I don't know what it is. And you. then you some for some way, somehow, you prevent an afternoon crash that way. Some way, somehow, God knows. Yes. I will say I can't shit, though, <laughs> without coffee. Okay, well, that's a problem. You. We need a doctor. Do I... Am I crazy? I feel like the coffee is what gets things going for me personally. Are you? Is it hot? Wait, but you don't. Well, coffee, matcha, whatever. Okay. Like my morning caffeine. Is Are you drinking hot or iced? Hot. Okay. Well, these winter months. Are oh, you kidding? Okay. Kind of iced. Okay. I also have been challenge, challenging myself. This is going to be crazy. You're touching your hydro flask. Because I've been challenging myself to have a glass of water before I have my matcha, which. Oh, I used to okay. stay up, not do. Okay. I used to roll right into that coffee slash matcha. No water in my system whatsoever. Just getting it going hard. <laughs> but now, I'll give myself a couple of zips of water. See what happens. Okay. Wow. She yeah. has self respect now. I know. Oh I my know, god. It's crazy. So that's my coffee story. Okay. Let's talk about my health issues. Mm-hmm. I have always struggled with acne. It's my curse. You're an oily girl. Very oily. Which I famously am, would love. I, I'm jealous. I'm a dry girl. And I think being a dry girl is no bargain. I'm crusty. No. I'm crispy. Yeah, I'm flaking. I'm, it, dry is not good for aging. No. But I just, sorry, I just had to kind of one-up you in a way no, that I we, could. But we're complete opposites. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of us has an easy journey of it. Thank you. We both have our challenges. <laughs> But part of my challenge as an oily girl is I've always struggled with pimples. But I really struggle with hormonal acne, which kind of goes beyond, like, the oily, dry binary. It's coming from deep inside me. Mm. When I get hormonal acne on my chin or jawline, they're deep, they're painful, and they don't feel like, oh, like, I got a little oily spot here. I, like, didn't wash my face. They're something within me is angry and pushing pimples out from the inside. Wow. So I usually am able to keep it under control with, you know, my skincare routine under the guidance of a dermatologist, but... TikTok dermatologist or real life? A little bit of both. (laughs) Towards the end of last year, 2022, and I still don't know what caused it, I fell victim to a horrible, horrible stretch of hormonal acne onslaught it was uncontrollable. It wouldn't stop. It was so painful. It was all over my jaw and nothing. I, I felt like it was like the perfect storm, like that Titanic. Like I was taking buckets and like trying to put the water out back into the ocean, but the ship was sinking and I was like, <sighs> just trying to chase it and figure out the solution and no, it, nothing would fix it. And it just, it kept coming. I have theories. I think that maybe having COVID like fucked with my hormones I might have been a perfect storm of many things. I still don't really know. I'm through the worst of it. Okay. You look great. And I'm not like, I mean it. Like, I want to, like, you're juicy. I'm holding a gun up to your stomach right you're, now. You're looking, look, looking fine, girl. Well, I have a lot of scarring that I'm dealing with, which is a shame. But the flip side of this horrible hormonal acne journey is I was like, I need to get to the bottom of what's causing my hormonal acne. Like, sure, I can, like, see a dermatologist and they can give me Accutane or I can 
you know, put things on my skin to help, you know, with the systemic, like just uh, treating the symptoms. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what inside me is causing right. this? This like, is like my bad breath problem. It's like not it's from coming inside you. Exactly. The is coming from inside the house. Always. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of doctors really try to get to the bottom of it. I didn't really get to the bottom of it, but. I did learn that I have PCOS and endometriosis, oh, wow. which are women's problems. Yes. Men. Step aside. Step aside. Mama's, big mama's house. Like, this is my time to shine. I have many girlfriends that have that deal with those Tons issues. of women have it. Yeah. It's, like, not a big deal. But it's like, okay, how do you treat them? One of the symptoms of PCOS is hormonal acne. Mm. So it's like, how do you treat it? It's lifestyle. It's setting yourself up for success with what you put in your body, how you treat your body, watching your inflammation. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things that I was told to do and I've been really trying to be good about is gluten-free, dairy-free. Okay. So no dairy. Dairy cannot touch my lips. I mean, of course, I have slip-ups here and there. Like if if there's a giant pizza and I'm like at a party and that's the only food option, like I'll have a bite. But I try to live my life like 90% gluten and dairy-free. And I mean, maybe that's what helped my skin. I don't know. But all I know is I'm setting myself up for a lifetime of health, less inflammation. It sounds to me like that's working because you look like it's better. A lot like it's gone. I, I, I think it just kind of passed. Like they say your skin wor- your skin regenerates itself in cycles of three to six months. Mm-hmm. And it was about like four, five, six months. And I think something just like happened, like some sort of like great hormonal imbalance and it just took like a while to purge it all out. Okay, I feel like you're hesitating to credit the gluten and dairy-free lifestyle. I just don't know that it would have made such a difference so fast, but maybe okay, I won't I rule see. it out. Um, switching to matcha over coffee to mm-hmm. like help stave off inflammation and like balance out my hormones. Getting a lot of protein every day. Like I've been really careful about what's on my plate and like what my meals that I'm looking forward to are. Okay, tell me if you relate to this. Like... Now, I am a couple years ahead of you in life. You know, I'm two years older, so I am... You're 62, Technically Esther. the big sister. But, I might, so I'm, but tell me if you relate. I feel like in the last few years, we're not in our 20s anymore, okay? okay? And I can't get away with what I used to be able to get away with. I have to be a little bit... And it's almost easier to make those more healthy choices now that I'm a little older. And I do reap benefits from that. Would you say you kind of relate? The stakes are higher. Yeah. At this point in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've pretty much stopped drinking, which is really bad for your PCOS. And I haven't looked back because I turned a corner in the past year or so where even drinking one cocktail would fuck up my sleep so much and the stakes are higher when you're older like I need that sleep more than ever that sleep is that much more important to me I would be tossing and turning I'd be waking up a hundred times during the night it would be like one drink do you have any relationship with melatonin I know this is a weird I dabble okay but I'm hesitant to become dependent on melatonin because I've heard it's really addictive. I'm pretty scared about how bad it is for you, supposedly, but I'm I am trying to be less reliant upon using THC to fall asleep. So I'm like, okay, I'll dabble with another another devil. You can always hit your magnesium. Oh, thank you. Okay. Of course. Okay. And you know, Hilma makes a sleep pill of some kind that's full of like who knows, like mugwort and shit like that. There's no melatonin in it. Okay. It's like a sleepy kind of thing mm-hmm. but melatonin dr caroline thank you these prescriptions i'll write this down later i'll have my office send you something but <laughs> so anyway i've been struggling with my health but the flip positive side of it is i think i've made a lot of really healthy lifestyle changes that are gonna keep me gorgeous sexy juicy i'm overwhelmed by how positive this story is it sounds like you i struggle though like sugar is a really hard one for me like today um i had a long day at work and mm-hmm. I had to go to Rite Aid to pick up a prescription and I just was like, I need to shove red licorice in my mouth. Oh, like I wh- need panda, red vines like, or Twizzlers. I panda. panda. Like that's what I was craving all day. Oh, Fully. what about that brand? Yum earth. Remember the, the pomegranate flavored licorice when we is on rotation. Oh, still in peach. my house, the peach, but they're always stale. It's really hard. They to are find always hard. Yum earth. Okay. Also side note, 
thing I've been thinking a lot lately. Hmm. Having to go pick up a prescription seems pretty fucking outdated in terms of our lifestyles. Do it. I I have to do it, and it's pissing me off. Like Amazon, Bezos, where are you? Oh, girl, you got to switch to Express Scripts. Okay. Oh, that's what Dave has. I think. Okay. They send you a ninety day supply. Oh, got to get the, the Lexapro like that. Okay. Oh. Oh my God, you cannot be going to Rite Aid once a month. That's like insane. Yeah, it's Today, pretty. Today, I don't even want to get into it. Like, okay. I'm just say someone somewhere made a mistake, and okay. I don't usually like to make this a part of my life. Because <laughs> then you catch me like buying Panda. Yeah. But, um, and I, yeah, and I just like shoveled it in my mouth in the car, but like I just needed it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also on in this health area, pretty much cut out like diet sodas. Okay. That used to be a really big treat for me. Just like a Diet Coke, a daily Coke Zero. Now my fridge is stocked with healthy, I'm putting that in quotes, soda options like Poppies, Olipops. I love both of those so much. What's your favorite flavor of each? Oh, fuck. There's like a raspberry rose for Poppy. Does that sound right? So good. And Olipop crisp apple that they released over the holidays. I have such bad news for you. I got a text today that it's like, it's done. Today's your Uh, last day to order. uh, You better order up. (laughs) I got a text today from Olipop. Crisp apple, interesting. There's another flavor of Olipop I like. I can't remember. What tropical. are your favorite? Olipop, oh, tropical is so good, tropical's too. Tropical is so good. I love grape. I love cherry vanilla, which I know you don't like. It tastes like a cherry pie to me. It's my absolute favorite. I recently saw at mm. somewhere they had an Olipop in lemon-lime flavor, which I haven't tried. New. It hasn't launched yet. It's I saw like it secret. somewhere yesterday. It's secret. Oh, my God. Girls on TikTok are like, I just found this. Oh, my God. <gasps> Wait, okay. What are your favorite poppy flavors? I've only ever liked one poppy flavor, and it's the one that I just I said. pretty much like them all, mm-hmm. but I love... They have a Dr. Pepper ripoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to find, but oh my God, it's so fucking good. It tastes exactly like Dr. Pepper. I'm addicted to it. Uh, the Olipop Cola is still... That was uh, like an OG Olipop, and oh that yeah. one is still up there it for still me. Hits. Mm-hmm. It still um, Olipop has a Dr. Pepper and a Cherry Cola. I like... Don't I, love them, but okay, I like will drink them. I we like them. We don't love crisp apple going away. Is we're gonna have to call corporate for that one. It was a holiday treat. Yeah, but I don't. You don't buy that apple the year round thing. Yeah. You're so skoky right now. Explain. Loving apples could not be more Midwest of you. Oh, I'm about to even double down on that for you. My relationship with apples. Oh my god, it's so hot and heavy. Yeah. It's like a horse. I have had an apple ev- an apple a day. Really? For like the last six months. And let me explain it to you because it's not so simple. I know it's not. No, it I doesn't know it's stop not. there. No, I have. I want to hear exactly and the kind of apple you're buying. Okay. First of all, it has to be Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp? Girl. We moved on in society. Ex- what the fuck? Envy all the way. What is an envy? I see oh these and I'm like, God. what are these children? What is this? Oh, my God. Envy is the best apple by far. What I'm is like, it? Tell me. Well, explain I it. I don't know the etymology of it. I can't tell you like the genus of the apple, but it's so crispy. I think they're as crisp as a Honeycrisp easily, and they're sweeter. Like there's just more of a dimension to that taste. I'm I'm upset. I'm horrified. I'm just people are like Cosmic Crisps. Do you like a Cosmic Crisp? You're only honey. Honeycrisp. Honey I'm like so brand loyal, even though it's not a brand. I am but like Honeycrisp too, but. Just I remember like in college when I was so depressed and hated it so much and like I would have a magical trip home to Skokie and my mom would be like, just went to the Skokie's far- Skokie Farmer's Market. These are Honeycrisp apples. I was like, oh my God, Skokie apples. And they were so good. So, but Midwest apples hit unlike anywhere else. I that mean, I can 100% back you on. You and I, when I mean, we went the apple picking. Market and all they have are apples. Yeah. Oh, that's Midwest. right. I remember like being at Northwestern freshman year. I was like, oh my God, there's a farmer's market. Like <laughs> you, it's like California much. And we had his only apples. It, it's so, it is so crazy after now living in LA for over a decade to go back and realize in Skokie, the parking lot library, farmer's market, it's just apples. You're like, it, it's hashtag just apples. <laughs> Thank you. That will be the hashtag associated with this episode. <laughs> will we live tweet? We um, with that. Um, so. Organic honey crisp apple, but okay. I will be trying Envy because you totally sold me on it. And you I have, have to, to, I'll be honest, when I see the label at the grocery store, Envy, I'm like, with that name, it's got to be good, but I'm not taking a risk. Anyway, now this may, this is dairy, trigger warning, dairy is coming up. I, it's okay. For a long time, it was the apple and the peanut butter, but lately, Apples half, and cream. 
<laughs> no. Wow, you think so low of me? You think so low of me? Jeez. No, it's no, no, no. Half the combo is half um, peanut butter, half Greek yogurt. Oh, that's so good. I whip it up. I, I mix it up. I grind that. it in. I bet you could do coconut yogurt. I I dabble with the coconut yogurt. That sounds so good. Mix that up. It becomes like a creamy peanut buttery moisture. The sweetness from the protein. apple. So much protein. All I'm hearing is protein. You're hitting your macros. Now I'm, I'm not a dairy girl. Like I didn't have dairy for five years. Like I don't really need dairy. But, and it's very, f- Greek yogurt is very fitness girl to me in a way I don't love. No, I love fitness girl lifestyle. You really do, don't you? I kind of do. I See, I'm like a LA hot girl. Not obviously as who I am, but just the lifestyle I like to live. But so it's a little weird. I don't talk a lot about Greek yogurt publicly, but because you're here. So basically. Greek yogurt is so beyond fitness girl. Like, I can't believe you're putting it in a box like that. Greek yogurt is, you can do anything with it. You can make like tzatziki. Like you can make like a little side with it. It's it's timeless. It's cross it's crosses boundaries. It shatters boundaries. Like Greek yogurt, do not just put it into a box like that. Wow, I won't stand for that. I respect you right now more than ever. You really shut up. (laughs) You can make a morning parfait. That's so not like fitness girly to me. Like chia seeds, berries, like granola. Like that to me is just a timeless classic breakfast. I feel like there's something's coming up for you, and I did trigger you. I just don't like. (laughs) As someone who can't enjoy Greek yogurt anymore and would give anything to enjoy it the way that you just so casually have it every day, I just, I want you to show respect and, you know, educate yourself. Can I offer you something that may make you feel better? After, dairy used to give me a lot of problems and after taking so much time away from it, now that I, all the dairy that I consume is just that Greek yogurt, a little like two whatever like half a cup of it mm. I'm okay and so I just want to give you hope that like cleanse your body of that for now no dairy is like an immediate trigger for me I do okay, sorry, sheep's sorry, so milk sorry. and goat's milk so I'll do oh, like you're so good. I can you're still dabble. Oh, yeah I'm fine I'm fine you're you're but living Greek yogurt like when I'm at Costco doing my meal prep shopping which I'd love to get into as well Triggered. if we have time oh, that triggers you yes no I just like to bulk up on certain things that I can like keep in the freezer and it's not even girl it's not even it's not even meal prep. It's lazy girl shopping because I know mm. I always have my frozen fish, my frozen this, and it's in the, and I'm just like cycling things out of my freezer for months, and I just have to do that one run to Costco like quarterly, and I'm set. For f- February goals is to shadow you on a Costco trip. Oh my god! I, I mean, got I get my COVID vaccines at Costco because of you. Because yes. of you. You s- no line. Uh, you walk in. <laughs> you walk in. I'm like, can I have a COVID vaccine? They're like, sure. There's no line. Go ahead. Here you go. It's like two minutes. <gasps> Um, I've seen, I just want to say at some Costco's in the country, they have Olipop. Oh, I would kill for the LA area. If anyone's listening that has <laughs> any influence with corporate Costco, <laughs> please tell them we need Olipop in LA. It's, it's urgent. Seriously. And this is coming from a woman who once pretended her dad was her husband to get away with using a Costco card. Please <laughs> don't, uh, don't bring me back there. Where you had to pretend that you just found out that your dad, who you're th- Pretending was your husband. It was having an affair with a new woman who was actually your stepmom. My stepmom as an authorized <laughs> user, not me. I w- a small piece of trivia uh-huh. that involves you. Oh, in my Costco picture, of which you only get one shot, and they <laughs> will not ever ever change you it. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This and it's up. it's a really ugly picture. It's like less than an inch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's black and white. It's like it. Remember those little iZone cameras? Yes. It's like worse than that. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt that you gave me, a little Wayne shirt that you got from that guy that you used to buy shirts from outside the comedy store. Oh, Boone. Yes, the homeless yes. guy that sold things for a dollar. I still have like bed sheets I bought from him. <laughs> he and I were very close because he he it was gay and I haven't seen him in a long time and that makes me really sad, but he had crushes on all the the young guy comedians and so he and I would like gossip about who we thought was cute like he I remember he had a crush on Rick Glassman and Tony Hinchcliffe and all this stuff and um a lot of older comedians would come up to me and they'd be like you shouldn't talk to him like you you that's really not good like you should be talking to professional people and I was like I'm fuck you I bond with this man like don't you dare take away the most important relationship in her life away yes. from her I think you would like to know that my for Costco trivia I got my Costco card in Hawaii. <laughs> what a flex. Are you kidding me? Because when I was in Hawaii with Dave, I lost my contacts and needed to get new ones and had to go to Costco and get a membership. And it was, Dave was really, let's just say he was really mad. I'm going to tell you something. 
There are two Costco-related dreams I have in this life. <laughs> One is to go to a Costco in Japan where they sell, like, sushi and all this crazy shit. Like, it's game over. Your brain really is on Number a different level. Number two, go to a Costco in Hawaii. Well, I've lived to tell the story. I, I hope you food shop because they have crazy tropical fruit, like, all kinds of poke bowls. Like, it's different there. Wait, I don't know that I saw that. But I did get, like, a lot of macadamia nuts and like macadamia centric treats we did invest big because i was like we're here we drove the rental car this far dave was in a bad mood we had to leave the resort no that's like my number one dream Mm. they have a lot of special regional items are we where are you and i we have like a are you and i we travel well together okay where should we go this year like this i like love taking a romantic worldly trip with you Okay, so some options that I've pitched to you in recent months. Tell me where you stand on any of these. We could always do our Europe trip. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, you know, I'm not going to do the day in Paris thing. I'm that, never going to do that. That's that hurts. I'm st- still on my mind. We could. Okay, I've always wanted to. I I want to go to Japan. It's like up there. I know you've been recently. Well, it doesn't count because I was in a wheelchair and it was actually a terrible experience. And I need to go again. Japan's always in play. Okay. I really, I'm planning a Mexico City trip at some point this year. I don't know if you've been. I've never gone, and I really would like to go. Okay, so offline, I'll tell you, but it's like in the books. Like I'll give you the dates. It's happening. Wow. Okay. Then also, Korea number one dream for me you know how badly i want to go south and north (laughs) first north then we'll pop over to south (laughs) you know pay my respects to the great leader yes um yeah it's a dream it's a dream i have a tiktok you save videos on tiktok and put them into different folders i should because it's a mess in there my tiktok korea folder is oh my full you have procedures yeah it's all girls that are like to come with me, like, I got a crazy facial that they don't even offer in the U.S. for, like, really cheap in Korea. Like, come see. Yeah, but the girls are all going for procedures. And it's, like, little things. It's not, like, plastic surgery. It's, like, skin shit. Oh, I want to come back from Korea unrecognizable. You know that's my dream. <laughs> I mean, we could also go to Tijuana, get BBLs. Oh, is that where we do it? You get your BBL in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. You get your, like, facial... I got my uh, facial feminization surgery in Korea. <laughs> And you get your nose job in Turkey. Okay, that's... And your hair plugs in Turkey. Okay, okay, wow. That's what the Saudi men do. Oh, that's hot. They go to Turkey. A oh, lot just cheaper. the term Saudi men is very hot. They're not hot. You're wrong. you got to be wrong about that. I mean, I'm, there are, of course, very hot ones, I'm sure. But on the whole, especially the ones that are getting hair plugs in Turkey, they're like overweight mm. pigs. I think that mm, that's kind of my... Well, we'll just put a pin in it. And you know they love Jews. They don't. <laughs> they really don't love the Jews. Well, no. When my grandparents lived there when I was little, they told me that I wasn't allowed to visit them because oh, I was yes. Jewish, which I Always think is forget. a lie. I think I was lied to. Um, I don't think... Uh, yeah, you don't want to be going to Saudi Arabia. Okay. Yeah, it's not a great place. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm sure the, for all the Saudi listeners listening to the live stream right now, I'm well, sure... Well, I have beautiful gold bracelets my grandma got me from there, so it seems I mean, lovely. Turkey also, like while we're talking about the Middle East, like I'm always itching for another trip back to Turkey just to stock up on fake designer goods. <sighs> I mean, all of these are in play. I think Mexico City could work for us. I'll just say on the podcast, um, first two weeks of the writer strike, I'm just... I have, I'm booking tickets. When is that? You got, First you, two weeks of May. So you actually I are, guess you're not like in a writer's room, so you don't know. Like you're everyone's making, talking about the strike. Like the strike's going to happen this year. For sure? That's what people are saying. Remember well, last time? you have time, reser. You're s- counting on it so hard you have reservations. Not only that, I mean, I don't know how much of this I can say. They're like fully just shutting down our writer's room that month because they're like a strike is probably going to happen. And what we are we fighting even, for this time? Babe, you think I don't... I don't know. <laughs> like, you think I care? All I see is like trip to Mexico <laughs> and I can schedule it. That's all I can see and think. <laughs> I, I think it's something with residuals, strike streaming residuals. Oh, I think it's like sure. We one. need that. We need that. I mean, I mean, we okay. Do. Yeah. I mean, I have to pay for my Olipop until they have it at Costco. Like, I'm paying big bucks for that <laughs> Olipop. I need my streaming residuals. Wait, so you're yeah. going for two weeks? Um, you travel 10, so 10 long. To 12, 10 to 12. When you leave LA, you really leave. Well, you go to Mexico and maybe you do two it's cities. It's close. Bye. Just pop back over. Maybe you do two cities. Yeah, a week. I could do a week. But 
maybe I'll do a week in Mexico. So maybe I'll go somewhere else for a week. Like, I want to I want to do it when I can. Yeah, that's you know? right. You take advantage of that time. Take advantage of time. Okay, I do actually want to hit a topic, which is, are, are you, and I, I hate that I'm bringing this up, and it's really only, hear me out, a lot of talk on the street about lucky girl syndrome. Have you heard of it? Is it similar to pick me girl? No, no. Oh, lucky okay. girl syndrome it's so it's kind of obnoxious i'm kind of against it i, I feel s- like i've seen it on tiktok yeah I, f- I first i fell into it so basically it's like you just believe that everything works out for you and that's yeah. like a way of life it makes me sick after three minutes like i can't do it however i've got a different syndrome to present to you go ahead ugly girl syndrome i knew you were gonna say that ha- i was like she's not gonna say it is she <laughs> no because I think it's real. I was like, you're either going to be slug or ugly. I made it up just now. It's obviously not that hard to make up. It's real. And I think you and I both have it. And I want to explain what I think it is. And you tell me what you think. Ugly girl syndrome is when at a point in your developmental years, you identified as the ugly friend, the ugly sibling, the ugly kid. Whatever it is, you felt ugly at a very important time in your life and it never leaves your body and then you have that disease forever. Could not agree more. So I think, yeah. Superpower. I think it's a superpower. Explain why. Because you are forced to overcompensate your certain aspects of your personality to make up for your perceived ugliness. And it's like you and I wouldn't be like the funny dynamic women we are if we didn't have to form those parts of our personality to overcompensate. Totally agree. In fact, I kind of think that like in order to achieve any success in life, like you kind of have to have some adversity. Yeah. Well, some ugly girl syndrome, because if you don't have ugly girl syndrome at any point in your life, like why would you try it anything? Why would you when you're just pretty and you work hard? I mean, what are all pretty girls from your high school doing now? I, name one interesting thing they're doing. Could, couldn't tell you. I mean, one of them is a Victoria's, was a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, I mean, but. some of them are actually doing quite well. But <laughs> I mean, most of them, you know, like, they didn't have to try. They had everything handed to them. They didn't have to form, you know, become smart or, like, try really hard or have a hobby. Although, let's be real. The people that we don't know what they're up to are probably way better off than probably we are. They're silently rich. They're just happy and living life the way it's supposed to be lived. They're not live podcasting. <laughs> Oops, sorry. No, I don't know. It doesn't matter what they're doing. No, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we have ugly girl syndrome, and I think it's cool. And I and I and here's another reason why I think it's relevant, and it needs to be named and talk, talked about, because I'm sure you have a lot of people in your life if you're self-deprecating in any way, they're like, but Caroline, you're beautiful. You're funny. You're this, you're that. And aren't you just like, you don't get it, man. This is how I feel. And nothing you say will yes. ever convince me that I'm not a, at least a little bit ugly. Yes, that's what I want to hear. Nothing you say. I'm so sick of, you're so pretty. You don't need to lose weight. You've got a great body. Like all of this stuff. No, 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 no. I'm ugly (laughs) yes I want to reclaim the word ugly and just be like guys because some people and it like they don't that word is very scary to people Mm. people hear the word ugly and they immediately like put on a firefighter suit and they're like they want to rescue you they think that you're so sad and so sick and it's so pathetic and I'm like no 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 you need to let me have this like I've got this it's cool to be ugly it's very cool. I mean, this is a very like Esther area we're in right now. I yes, thank you. And I, I think sexy ugly is mm-hmm. gonna be my twenty twenty three like ugly. Yes. Sugly. That's nice. That's so nice. ugly. It's so hard because like I know logically and rationally that you and I are not ugly, but ugliness no, isn't just, it doesn't mean it it's not just like your physical appearance. It's like so much more than it, that. Yes, it doesn't mean what, because it's like we've been conditioned by the culture and society to think that being the word ugly is the scariest, worstest thing. I'm like, let's take the power away from that word. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why should any person in this world ever be in a situation where someone refers to them as ugly and then they have to feel bad or terrible about it? Like, I want, and I've noticed it. Like, I, there's people in my life the word ugly, they hear it and they're like instantly so sad and it raises all these emotions and I just don't want that word to have the power that it does have. When you've been ugly and you've been in these streets and you have been ugly, like nothing can hurt you. Yeah. Like I am so 
powerful and me calling myself ugly is that's just the tip of the iceberg, babe. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even know the haunting memories I have in my head from middle school from actually being in the trenches of ugliness. <laughs> like you don't know what ugly feels like until you are like the last person in your friend group to make out with a guy. Like by <laughs> by far. You don't know what ugly feels like until like low rise jeans are all that's in and your gut is <laughs> at 13 is spilling out over the top of the low rise jeans and you don't have a choice. Oh You've God. got like a middle-aged man's body. Dude, I will never forget core memory came up in therapy a couple years ago when I was like, I just will never wear, I've lived in LA, at this point I'd lived in LA 10 years, never bought one swimsuit and I was like, I don't know why, I just don't like swimsuits. And then, if, and then I, it came up where I remember being at the pool when I was little and I took off like my cover-ups and I overheard the cooler older girl saying, I didn't know she was fat. Mm. And that really stung, but I, I've lived to tell my story and that's okay. I was fat and ugly. You're stronger through it, babe. Yeah, I'm better now. I have a podcast that 30 people listen to. Okay, so I'm winning. Yeah. Hashtag winning Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I referenced it. I went there. I'm that Thank unfunny. God someone did. I had to. Thank God you did. It's back. Oh. I'm one step Tiger away from blood, ladies Chuck and Norris gentlemen. humor. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. Caroline, talking to you is literally therapeutic. I love you so much. And what before we go, what as we're on this ugly conversation, what are some things lately that make you actually feel, because I think ugly, hot, beautiful, whatever it is, it's all mindset. What makes you feel your hottest right now? Is it like great makeup, great hair, a great matcha, a cute pair of jeans? A perfect lip. Oh, great answer. I have a couple go-tos these days. I'm doing like the Hailey Bieber brown Mm. lip liner with her lip balm i don't know if you've tried her road lip peptide not yet i i need to it's pretty fucking good oh but but like just a liner and then coating some kind of nourishing gloss on top Mm -hmm. i mean a perfect lip and it always starts with that lip liner for me is everything do you line the whole lip or just the outline somewhere in the middle okay I do the outline and I do a little filling in. Okay, she's gatekeeping. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just kind of like, you know, whatever. I know what you mean. Hit like my fancy that day. And it's always like a your lips, but better color. Mm-hmm. Like a pink or like maybe like a slight with a brownie brownness to it. Any particular brand? Loving of the Tower 28 lip liners and the pink and the brown color. Oh, I need all of those right I now. I love makeup, for, uh, makeup Forever in the shade 2C. Okay. I love the Makeup Forever... It's like the artist pencil. It's like the to brown see pencil. the hottest bra size ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's my nut size. <laughs> um, there's this other makeup forever. It's like chestnut. It's like a TikTok famous shade. It's like okay. a brown. Really okay. cute. Um, Caroline, thank you for joining us. You are. Esther, this was a dream. You are my dream. Um, people will follow you on Instagram. Any Anything else we should be stalking you for? No. Where Places we should be stalking you? No. Go see Esther live. And no, don't do that. That's a, that's a mistake. You, um, you're writing for kind of one of the coolest shows on TV. Sex Lives of College Girls. You can see it on HBO Max. It's fun. Like, and you're... It's light. It's y- bingeable. You've it's done not that serious. Several seasons of it. You're working long hours on set with the coolest cast, like, in showbiz right now. I mean, oh, it's... Do I wish I were, like, working with Gilbert Gottfried and Richard Lewis? Obviously. <laughs> yes, but I'll take, like, these Gen Z icons. Like, they're fine, too. Um, no, it's so fun. I'm working with my hero, Mindy Kaling. She's a queen. Still, she to this really day, the is. best books I've ever read are all the written best. by her. She's it's like, there's no one in that league of just the best, most relatable books that are funny and, like, perfect. She's a hero. She's an icon. She really is as funny as you think she is and even more. That and is so, so talented. Cool. Caroline, I love you. Please come back every day. I miss you. I miss, miss you already. Miss you already. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening. See you soon.